You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Oh my, oh my God, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> so I have a baby palastri-ism. Okay. It's a baby. It's a baby. Baby palastriism. What if Villanelle in the spinning shot? What if Villanelle, what if that is a dream sequence? I want it to be a dream sequence. So so bad. And what if the person that she was spinning with in that dream sequence <laughs> was Eve? Now, oh no, this is important. This is Wait. important. Okay. And and so right. then okay. what if as you know they spin out and Villanelle's on the floor? I don't know. Like Eve says something about Kenny. Whatever. Eve Eve does a thing. Wow. Eve does a thing, wow. and Villanelle is literally following the signs. Well, you know how like you know how <laughs> some people see Jesus and a piece of toast. Not Villanelle. Villanelle saw Eve. Oh my goodness. Villanelle saw Eve in a dream, and she. This is, is like the queer stigmata. Except sure. it was in her, it was below the belt. It was, yes. it was in the nevis. All right. And maybe she was. It, She's been mocked. No. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. And, 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 okay. And so you what started if, this muse. And so what, I can't and, be blamed. And for what, what if she was, you know, trying to describe that to the hottie with the body in the, in the church who was also getting I think a she version was of Mark? Help Villanelle <laughs> with a baptism or something. She said, let mm. us pray right? together. Right. Mm. Let's pray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're ridiculous. And and so so when we get to the aquarium and she sees Eve and it's like it's like the dream is flashing in her ha- oh her head. God. So she's she's back to where she was. <laughs> so she gets down on her knees. Wow. And Eve's energy is not matching. She's ruining Eve's ruining the moment. We don't know Once what's going again. on. Right, Once right. again, Eve's ruining right. the moment. My God. <sighs> and and so she's I blame Faux Jafari. Oh, well, yes. Yes. And and so that's why we get Villanelle. She's like, you know, well, if you really changed me, you wouldn't have let me. Like, like, why'd you come? Why were you Why were you in my dreams? Why did you tell me <laughs> to find why you? Why are you in my dreams? How did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. How can I <laughs> right? get through a night without you? Lord. I don't know why this is happening. That's Faith Hill, isn't it, Lord? That's, that's, Let's ooh, put that's it back a, in the pocket. Oh, it's, ooh, it's a deep pull. I don't, yeah, that is, something happened. I flashed back to the 90s. Oh, it was a movie. Yeah, I one think of it, them, yeah. I think it's a movie. Fucking 90s fucking action film, and I got caught up. Uh. I'm sorry. And lead, when you think about lead, led, lead, led, what are we doing? Hansel and Gretel? Uh, Gretel and Gretel. Queer Gretel and queer Gretel because lead, if it's lead. Eve, if it's lead, what have you been doing? What kind of breadcrumbs have you been leaving? What kind of sapphic bullshit have mm. you been pulling? Oh, you know the usual. Been, you've been leaving your underwears <laughs> in places? Like, I just. We know that she leaves her underwear in places. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we learned mm-hmm. that. We learned that, sadly. So, seriously. Do you think Vilna, when she cleaned her apartment, she took a few things for herself? You suggested this already. <laughs> and I suggested that he did no laundry, and so I don't know how I feel about it. But uh You know, because it's a booming industry in in um in sir, the East. In the it, East, they keep sir, them in vending machines. You should have kept it in a draft. They're, Do not remind me about underwear vending machines in other parts of the world, sir. Good sir. Um, see, I don't even know what I was about to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's I Lord. Yeah, it's gone. The thought's gone. 
I thought about underwear vending machines. And <laughs> Sorry. All, all thoughts fled from my head. But I will say that absolutely Villanova took something, right? She probably took the cleanest thing that smelled the most like Eve. Yeah. I don't know if Eve has any more cashmere scarves or anything else because, again, I do believe Nico took it all in the divorce. Oh, oh, oh. But right. maybe she was like, look at this washcloth or something. <laughs> right, right, right. Something. It's a mess. Look at this sock. Like, I just don't know what Eve has to steal. Like, probably something maybe like a wife beater. Or, you know, just a tank. Just, right. Remember that horrible lace tankini from Old Navy or something similar? Oh, that right. That she covered herself right. up in. Oh, guys. When oh. Nico's friends called in for the dinner On the series Zoom. one. Right. right. And she was like, oh, my God, what? And it's like, Eve, what are you, why are you covering up? And Nico was like, who's that dress for, Bill? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nico. She's like, relax. It's just sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, calm the fuck down. Great. God. He's like, but you've literally, you've literally not bought a dress in 18 years. Equilestrian. I just want to know what's happening in Germany that you felt the need to buy a dress for the first time in our marriage. And she was like, well, you know, it's what a job thing and I need to be really formal. And it's working. You know, Gotta go. It's working. No, I didn't pack anything <laughs> this formal. Oh my God. Versus let, which is, you know, it's another type of thing. It's, it, it feeds into my thesis about Villanelle. On her knees for Eve Pilastri 2022. And we get it. We get it in the scene. It's it is one of acquiescence. It is one of deferment. It is one of show me where you want me to go. Well, and I will follow thee. It's very pro consent, if you will. It's very pro. Where it's like it's very much we, you, we, you let me know. Because we saw a lot of villain in the beginning where it's like, you shouldn't touch things that don't belong to you. Um, You shouldn't yeah, put your hands on, on places, which when we've seen men grab where they should not have grabbed. And they all suffered and paid a hefty price. Her various manipulations right. that she's been doing. And she definitely appears to be doing less of that, which good. Because that is the one thing we theorized that really fucked Eve up in the ruins wasn't the murder it wasn't the blood it was what she perceived as Villanelle's manipulation which was totally there it was totally there yeah yeah she totally did that and neither woman got an O because of the bullshit the queer shenanigans I don't want to think about my ladies being dry as this thick after they just had Raymond guts flying everywhere that was that was the height of all heights chunks actual chunks chunks Beautiful. And then I think we get our first title card after this. See, and then the February 27th situation, which gives us perhaps our first clues as to the aesthetic nature of what this color palette of the season will be is purple hues. There's a lot of purple going mm -hmm. on and flowers and stuff. And so that's what's happening on that title card and lots of candles. And I'm like, are the candles supposed to be the church vibe or is the candle about like sexy seduction, like vampires? You know how vampires always got 50, 11 candles. Oh, right. Because they don't <laughs> like, believe what? in electricity. Right. Now, who needs electricity when you're immortal? Yeah. I'm not sure, but I feel like what we're seeing is probably going to be reminiscent of whatever overall aesthetic will eventually appear for the promotional posters. What do you think? I have no idea what the poster is going to look like. This could be a fake out, although I do love the colors and them together with green and purples and then the candles. You said you were doing your um, Where's Waldo's and you saw stuff in the flowers? That's in the final frame, though. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was the bus. But that's why I noted the title card because, well, some sort of aesthetic, somebody decided that this is the visual we're going for. It repeats. And then, you know, there's slight variations and changes, like part of its animation, but in the final frame where it says Killing Eve, the little double-decker bus is in there and it's not in the previous ones. So I don't know how exactly the collage situation will go forward, but it seems like... Why bother with these colors or this palette if it's not something you're going to revisit 
either for additional promotions of Killing Eve, just to keep in line with the trailer, and then whatever, presumably materials, poster materials, cover magazine materials. Perhaps there's a cover we don't know yet that's coming that features these flowers or shit. A bitch could help. Show me the women of evil in Eden because the Eden is the Masandry paradise and actually it all works out. It actually all works out. It's either that or a new uh, city of lingerie is about to come out. And these are going to be the colors of the prints of that. Oh. No, no, yet. That's just my. <laughs> <laughs> my apathy well, you know, about they, they the lingerie the being make... included. Yeah, some way. Shall we get into some color theory? I will follow your lead on color theory. I will just say that one thing to note and again, who even knows what anyone's thinking about when it comes to these shows? That being said, if someone cares about color theory, if someone cares about what colors are set historically to potentially mean or what they're thought to provoke emotionally within people, just on a basic level, purple is a result of blue and red. And so one thing I noticed, which I don't know if it correlates, but Villanelle's in a lot of blue, at least in the trailer. And it could be that they're trying to correlate the palette of her clothes to like how she is internally, because again, that suit she's in, it's like a dark navy blue, a lighter blue shirt, but there's there's a lot of fucking blue. And so perhaps that is purposeful for Villanelle who, you know, season one, we see her in pink. In season one, we see her in a lot of bright couture mm. pieces and all of the pieces we've seen so far, with the exception of the beach outfit, which is like a striped silk sort of outfit, which is a later muse of like, is she getting back to her old self while she's here kidnapping Carolyn? Because it is her most lively outfit in the trailer. It is the least disheveled she looks. And it looks like she potentially cares. Right, right, right. It looks like it was right, pressed. Right. It looks like she picked it up from the cleaners. I just wanted to note that because I noticed her in blue. But when you think about the combination of purple, blue, and red, it's almost like two polar opposites when you think about the meaning of both. Red is hot, passion, fiery. Like blue is cool, calm, serene. And so I'm wondering if the purple is being used as like a, a proxy for like the basic concept of Villanelle and Eve that you are combining these two opposites that are also the same. And then it creates a whole new thing when they finally come together. Red by itself is just red. Blue by itself is blue, but you bring it together, it's a whole new thing. And that's like villainy, that they are both two sides of the same coin, even though they appear to be oscillating in various directions. When Eve is feeling more violent, Villanelle's yeah. on her bullshit. When Villanelle is feeling more violent, Eve is on her bullshit. We call that sharing the brain cell. That too. Oh, and you know what? Now that we're in this discussion of color palettes of previous seasons, with everything that I was saying about purple to you and purple being a combination of red and blue. Do you know what just occurred to me? Think about the overall color palette references for the past two series marketing campaign. Series three, it was red. It All was. red. Intensely All red. red, yes. And for series two, was it not mostly blue? It was. Eve was in blue. Villanelle was in black, but the hue of the photo it was, was blue. blue. Yeah. So I get, I don't know. And then season one is like, we don't know what's happening here. It's two faces. It looks gay. And so perhaps... It's more, what's the word? I don't want to use ubiquitous. Something it's like more, all encompassing sort of? Well, it's more of, nondescript or? in series one. And I suppose that makes sense because we're not really sure right. what's happening there except we're like, here's two women, they're pretty, and it looks gay. And that poster was sufficient for that. And again, I don't know if it means something, but it just occurred to me in the discussion of purple being a combination of red and blue that the overall color for the series two campaign was absolutely blue mm. while mm -hmm. it was intense, passionate red for series three. And now we're at purple. And so ideally it's a meeting of the two, it's a blend of the two and we reach some kind of stasis with the gals and it could be a violent misandrous stasis, that's fine, but a place where they are good with each other. Fuck everybody else, fuck what Helene thinks, fuck what Carolyn thinks, but Villanelle and Eve to each other, are they settled down? Are they settled in to uh, something? Now that's a, ooh. 
See, I'm better at these things. Me, if I if I had to randomly pick something for purple again. I mean, the only thing I could really think of is like the state of blood, depending on where it is. If it's still in the vein versus if it's out. <laughs> where some people, they say they have like the bluer veins where you can see that it's blue because the blood is still in versus the red once, you know, oxygen hits the blood and then, you know, it pigments out and it turns red. And so it's this purple, like cold blood meets hot blood, cold blood hitting warm blood which 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 if you think about how that how we saw cold blood hitting warm blood or (laughs) if you think about how villanelle versus eve when they were meeting each other in that part of the trailer it's like villanelle was warm oh she was warm and eve was cold oh she was to villanelle so so it's like so i'll take your i I will take that musing because it's accurate look what they got us out here doing Honestly, reading <laughs> reading tea leaves. We are reading tea Ooh. leaves with crayons, Ooh. and we're like, "So this purple tea leaf." <laughs> I feel like one of those psychics that used to be on like the Montel Williams when they'd be looking for like missing children. Oh my god, that's Not what I Montel feel like I'm Williams. doing. You might as well say Jenny Jones. Oh, if we're gonna oh go my way god, back. Right. are we on that far back? What's next, Sally, Jesse, Raphael? I'm sure everybody's YouTubing and trying to Google all these names. These are talk show hosts. Somebody knows. Somebody knows. <laughs> somebody somebody remembers when Ricky Lake still had a talk show. Oh, that man. shit was on UPN. And it was the coolest shit. <laughs> to watch. You like something about Ricky Lake just really connects to me. I really feel like she's <laughs> She's getting the modern topics we need discussed. People also have said in things that purple is a color that can represent transformation, which potentially is relevant Okay, for Killing Eve because Villanelle for certain seems to be transforming or perhaps reaching her final form. Ideally, because this is the last season, as well as Eve, who will reach ideally her final queer form in the boudoir of Villanelle by the time we get to the end of series four. I like this. Maybe a part of the purple aspect with the warm versus cool mostly because that's how storms work where it's a front versus a front mm. uh which is why it's always so um i guess kinetic or electromagnetic when they're they're both together and not on the same page which is like you know there's a moment that could be had here but we're too busy i don't know ebbing and flowing mm. all of the wrong vibes to you know just like go and do what must be done but um what if this hot and cold is part a large part of why Villanelle's confessing that she doesn't like how she feels. What do you mean by hot and cold? Between her and Eve or like or her the, mentally? A culmination of the oscillating where it's like, you know, I used to be steady. Like I could see a Villanelle being able to say, like, I used to be able to function. Like I, She I, was a functioning right, killer. Right, she absolutely is, was. Right. And, and now everything was. is upside down. Everything. But that's Eve's fault. I mean, if we're being honest, no one else is to blame for ruining lives with Eve Blastry, right? Like, <laughs> Actually, Eve right. has ruined Villanelle's life. Yes. And she thought she was the only one who could say, you ruined my life, which is what she was saying in series one. You have ruined my life. And it's true that I ruined it myself with your help, with Glee. I, too, took the match and lit it up because they did a hard cut to show how much I didn't give a shit about my marriage to Nico. I had battered him. I battered my husband. And then I left. And he yeah. was trying to say, you know what? I know you battered me and shit, but, like, let's just let's try to go forward. Let's just try to forget about it. And they, I Phoebe said, jump thing. cut. Right. Jump cut. Work thing. And so, yeah. At least she got some really nice clothes out of it. Well, I didn't get to that leather jacket that shows up, but I said, even a leather jacket, I know that means something. The parka <laughs> is gone, y'all. The leather, it's giving. The queers do love their leather. All kinds of queers love leather, but I just, you know, leather jacket, it's just, it's a different vibe. When you buy a leather jacket, aren't you on some different shit? Like, I just feel like it's not, it's not like buying a 
corduroy. It's not like buying a fucking Carhartt. It's not like buying a, a North Face. Like a leather jacket. It's a vibe. It's an attitude. For those old enough to remember, there was a, a teacher of an inner city school who had trouble oh wrangling God. her oh students. Oh my God. And so I she know went into going. her closet <laughs> and she said, you know what? I'm going to put on this leather jacket and command some respect in my class. Sit in. Sit and in. lo and behold, she showed up in that jacket. She did, though. Everybody fell in line. I would have. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not going to lie. I'm just saying. So, yeah, I don't know if my musings about Parable and what people have said about purple and what it could mean and factually what purple is comprised of if you're mixing colors for paint and all that stuff but I always like to think about those things because for me I feel like the best forms of media visual media are the ones where someone involved you know is considering all aspect of the frame ideally everything means something in a film because why bother if you're making a set and that's the set of your design and you can think about it then you should think about everything that's in there and so Killing Eve has had super competent people super talented people Charlotte we miss you and maybe that's why these that's suits true. aren't ironed no it's probably the characterization I don't I, wow. it's shady. No, it's the characterization it's the characterization but I just because there's so many talented people who work behind the scenes of Killing Eve shout out to the fucking Foley team there was some Foley in this trailer. I just, I feel like somebody cares. Until there is an article that says, absolutely, we didn't give a fuck about this. Or something else happens in the show or another trailer for me to say, okay, Candace, that was absolute bullshit. Then I can let it go. But for now, I'm going to hold on to the little things about color theory. I'm going to hold on to the concepts of symmetry. So that's what I'm going with with the color theory for now. If anybody else has any ideas about the color purple or why they potentially chose these flowers. Purple flowers are usually given to people... Like if you've achieved something, accomplished something, oh, graduation or admiration, straight right. up admiration. And so there's, I don't know if any of that has to play, but I just want to throw out all the things that people could potentially say about these purple flowers or the choice of the color purple, period. The next shot is Carolyn outside of her car looking up at the structure. Th uh, structure. It looks like a statue on top of, like, it's like a monument. It looks like it's a roundabout. I recognize it, but I, the name escapes me right now. It's probably because I'm sleep deprived, but we can come back to that. And I think we get another title card after that, which says the final season. Yes. Got those purple flowers again. And then we cut to Villanelle at the church in that red outfit. I don't even know what it's called. And I went to Catholic school and I said, what is that she's wearing? The Shakespeare collars taking me out. Right? Yee, 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 yee. I, I don't know what's happening there. But whatever she's doing, she both looks absurd and is probably doing something absurd, right? It looked like she was potentially officiating that mass sermon, whatever was happening, but I was I was disturbed and tickled. And then we are back to Carolyn, who is staring out at some water somewhere, looking pensive, probably thinking about Kenny. Mm. And then we get a bar shot. Woo! We get a bar Pause. shot. Let's. We get. Let us. <laughs> let us. Please. Let's. No. There has to be. I just. I don't want to scream too much. I feel like I've done a lot of screaming, but I just need y'all to understand the ungodly, otherworldly, multidimensional sound that I don't even know if it could be qualified or quantified as just a scream because it was many things. It was a scream. It was a grunt. It was a growl. It was a release of tension that I didn't even know I needed to release until I saw Eve in that dress. And I said, wait a goddamn second. 
First of all, I rejoice for Sandra O, oh, who was like, y'all not going to have me Uniqlo the whole fucking series. I'm going to tell you what. A bitch is going to be in couture. Like, I like to flex in my life at least one time, and she got that shit. I'm already predicting that outfit is in the penultimate episode or the finale. I like that and idea. I just need to note what is going on. Eve doesn't even bother to do her hair unless she's like, put it up or it down. That is the extent of Eve Palastri doing her hair. We have never seen Eve Palastri with hair slipped back, let alone what looks to be extensions. Right. Let alone what looks to be, like, you went to a boutique, bitch. Like, you went to an expensive-ass place and said, do me right. And they did you right with that fucking ponytail. And let's talk about the back cutout. Let's talk about the couture right. ground. Let's talk about how the gown has the back cutout in the shape of a heart. The shape oh, of I a see heart. that. I see you. Eve Palastri. And then I said to myself, I said, self, it's true that Eve was shot when she was walking away from Villanelle. It's true that the entry wound from that bullet would be would be in her back, right? Which would mean that plausibly a scar was on display. So I said, self, pause the video. Pause the video, take a screenshot and zoom, bitch. And this may be my delusions. This may be my fervor for what I want desperately. You guys know how I have screamed about the scars, you know what I have wanted. And it just, it looks to me, it looks like Eve Palastri is waiting somewhere for a very special lady, which I'm going to say is Villanelle because why the fuck is there a back cut out with a heart? And why is it a heart? Why is the back cut out a heart to show the scar? Because it seems like she's trying to send a fucking message. It seems like she's trying to send a message to Villanelle before Villanelle actually fucking sees her fucking face. And so I know I'm writing fan fiction at this point, but I've already imagined Villanelle walking into this place in couture herself and she sees Eve and she sees the cutout. And I know that I've already, I've mused to Terrence about them sleeping together already in the time gap, the space, whatever we're taking. Like for the first thing for Villanelle to see, to be that scar framed mm -hmm, in a heart mm -hmm. off that back of the woman with the body she admired from series one. And then to have Villanelle walk up and then hear what she's going to do. At least what she does in my verse, in my multiverse. She touches the scar yes. first. To yes. let Eve know she's there. Yes. A little caress. Eve is like, oh, hey, boo. And then they turn around and we get a smooch. I know. It's outrageous. We probably get a snarky line, something clever, and then a smooch. But, y'all, it's it's like um, I'm on drugs. Someone's given me the MDMA. But it's killing <laughs> Eve style because the way that I have oscillated so extremely, I'm not sure that it's safe for my mental health. I'm not sure that it's normal what I've done on this evening, but I tell you, the highest of heights, the lowest of lows. The highest of heights, which is this fucking scar. This scar on display. The fact that Eve knows she would want it on display. The fact that Eve knows that Villanelle is too proud of her scar. And the fact that we've had no acknowledgement of the scars. We've had zero. Outside of the scar play that Emerald gave us. Emerald, you right. fucking legend. She gave us the scar play. She did. And then you know what happened? It's like the scars didn't exist in series three. But you know what Lauda said? Lauda said, trust in me, you fucking queer host, and I will give you what you deserve. It's a scar. It's a scar in couture in the shape of a heart cut out back. And let us also acknowledge that when a bitch got a backless dress, like I just, I don't know about you hoes that can appreciate a back. But I'm just saying that gowns give something else when it's oh, backless, yes. baby. Gowns give something else when there's plenty of skin to touch. Do you understand? It's something. I'm unhinged. I'm, I've already said that I'm the cow <laughs> in Twister. And so where I blow in the next few minutes, I don't know. I just, I needed to monologue. I needed to get my fills out because that microsecond of Eve in that dress, it did more for me than anything Suzanne wrote for Eve in Series 3. And I know it's rude.
it's rude for me to say that, but I'm not lying to but you. But it's true. I can only speak for myself, and I can only say that while there were things in season three that I absolutely love, and we know the ballroom scene will always be superior for Candace, it's just that in that silent moment of Eve at the table in Couture, it just, the way Lauda said, I'm going to give this bitch Candace everything she fucking wants for Eve Palastri. <sighs> Earlier this night, I told Terrence I was going to have to duel Laura at dawn. And I'm now to the place where maybe I'm like that Twitter person that's like, Lauda, <laughs> what do you need, bitch? Like, what can I do for you, Lauda? What can I get you? <laughs> oh, my God. Prostrating myself before Laura Neal. But it's because she said, Candace, look at this scar. Look at this scar. And so I've already called penultimate or finale. I don't know what it's happening. If they hit me with that shit in the middle of the season, I may not come back to record the podcast. I may be dead. I may have moved on. I'm going to hope it's finale. To the next place. It, it better be like the end. How do you going to resuscitate Candace mid-season with showing a backless dress Eve? I just don't know how I'll make it through. I don't know how Villanelle will make it through, but me as the viewer. Oh, my so goodness. So let's, let's talk about how we get to see... Eve Palastri. We've seen her in rags. We've seen her in rags. Right. We And also seen, rags. And also rags, right. Right. And the two in one, did this that is did they come together? <laughs> did you buy them? And, but and then now we see Those her in something spectacular. Spectacular, spectacular. And then somewhere in, the, in the somewhere in the series, we're also gonna get her on the scooty bike. So like so maybe it'll go Been up and then the down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Sandra know. Sandra O's Eve is looking cool. Yes. I'm just it's the it's the best she ever did look, okay? And uh, I would like to think that is synonymous with Dark Eve Rising, the Misandry Rising, and also just everything with But you see how I've lost myself? I've lost myself in the waves of the notes because I went back to drifting into the dress. And it's what needed to happen because I spent so many minutes drifting today into the alpha mess, and that wasn't fun for me. It led to veiled threats against everyone who's ever worked for the BBC, <laughs> killing Eve's <laughs> <the> dental films. <laughs> It's, it's the way it that no one has seen Eve look this good. But Villanelle had a vision. Oh my God. Villanelle Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this? That this woman Why are you doing this? was a dominant Why are you doing rough. this? Why are you doing this? Because she you said have this just woman. Said to me, Nico Palastri has never seen her look never this good. Seen and he was married her, to a bitch for 20 right. years. Never <gasps> seen her look this good. Bitch. Okay, here's the thing. I don't even care what the answer is to this because I'm just living high and fly off that damn dress. Who buys it? She knows her measurements. Villanelle sent this. No. Villanelle sent the dress. Wait, did she send it or did oh, they get okay. the fitting together? I don't I don't know. Well, I, I, it's out there. Right, it's out there. I'm saying right. I don't have a preference. Right. If Eve goes and picks it out and she's like, I need my back to be in the shape of a heart because I need this bitch to know how I feel about her, it doesn't matter. Right. It really doesn't matter if Villanelle got it, if Eve got it. I'm so thrilled that it exists that I yes. don't fucking care. But if you had to make a prediction, who are you going to say who bought it? I think I'm going to go with yours and say Villanelle bought it. But then also, I'm not going to go with it and say Eve bought it because I can think of plausible things for both. Eve did her own hair. Villanelle got the dress. You know, but when I say did her all, own hair, I mean Villanelle did not pick that hairstyle for okay, Eve. Okay, Villanelle did all not right. pick those extensions. Villanelle said, "You know, the, Eve. Villanelle's you know into Eve the waving. Get those locks together. Villanelle's into the curly. She went to the hairdresser. Right. Well, yes, the hairdresser. Right. Villanelle. But Eve picked the hairdresser, and Eve picked the hairstyle she was walking. I can out take that. I could. I I can accept that. Yeah. I thought you were trying to say that. Eve was pulling her hair up in a bun, and I Lord, said, absolutely Lord, not, sir. Lord. Absolutely not, sir. Eve Palastri doing a French braid? I don't think so. Ooh, it's that, not in her look, list of skills. That braid would have looked like, um, what's that show? With the, uh, wait, 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 wait. What's the show with the, um, the Wheel of Time? Yes, Wheel of Time okay. braid. <laughs> with this braid. No. <laughs> Fuck 
you start your rights. <laughs> you start your trial of, oh of becoming a, a young Yo, woman. You thought of that brave. Now go I... drift in the river. <laughs> no, you thought of that brave because I pointed out how messy it was when she allegedly just braided it. And I said, how was your brand new braid this messy, ma'am? Mm-mm-mm. Oh my God, that was a that was an appropriate reference, good stuff. Oh my God, where were we in the trailer? I got lost um, in my fan the fiction. back. It, um, so all right, so what happens after the back? Oh, we get another title card that says the final, the final obsession. obsession. That's right. More foliage, greens and purples, and then I believe we get to the scene of Eve looking like she's opening some room door or bathroom door, and the lady in red is in a tub. Naked. Can we talk about, right, there's a sculpture. So she's already Soaking. in somebody's, right, she's in somebody's abode that has a coin. So who would I think, right? But we see the lady in red in the tub, and we don't know if they're doing jump cuts or if it's actually the same connected thing, but it feels like Helene was a little too comfortable. It feels like Helene was acting naturally and isn't at all surprised by strange murderous women entering her abode as right. they please. And I'm like, Helene, I feel like there's a lot of kink here, ma'am. I feel like. No, no, no. I feel I like your role plays. I have to your agree. Your cosplays. Everything is all overlapping because how are bitches just rolling up in your shit and you chilling? Like, oh, I was just thinking I needed another Rihanna. Here you are. So, like. I'm not sure what to make of it because it's either extremely badass. And I say that because I'm flashing back to that exchange she had with Villanelle. When Villanelle mm. was trying to intimidate a hoe, she was like, bitch, please. Like, she basically was like, <laughs> no, no. if I wanted you down, if I wanted to hurt you, I'd have done that. Uh, yeah, it would have happened already, I'm right. Not, I'm not worried about you. Putting hands on me. And so even though we've seen nothing about the lady in red's hand-to-hand combat or murder skills, we are assuming that she has them and that she's so confident in her fucking skills that she doesn't have to flex in an obvious way. If right. she feels like the danger needs to come out, it's going to come out. And so that's why I'm like, that's the one side of the coin. That she is such a dangerous bitch. She is so confident in her ability to end lives that people can just roll up in her stuff while she's bathing naked no weapons on her she's like i got this right like i, I stay this. ready i don't know i'm gonna kill you with you... this bobby pin on right. the side <laughs> of my fucking tub on some um what's that movie the chronicles of riddick the follow-up oh remember? Uh, um, 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 where he yeah, like yeah, kills yeah. those guys with a cup that's yeah. the lady in red she's like just give me this eraser and watch me do the work and so i know i've assigned john wick atomic blonde level skills the lady in red but i have to no no you how do is the 12 supposed to be cool if the lady in red is not a badass fucking killer bitch like this oh what's being said it says oh this is constantine's voiceover is going on and he's uh oh right he says whatever this is you won't come out of it I feel like he's talking to Carolyn, right? Because why are you giving Villanelle advice? And where do you fucking get off trying to give Villanelle advice? Do you think he's talking to Villanelle and Carolyn here? Or maybe Eve? Or maybe, you know, I like Eve. I doubt it. I doubt it. But oh, why? Eve. Why is Eve talking to Constance? Because Eve had all that energy last season where she was literally like, don't think that for, for a single reason that you are out here doing anything for anybody but yourself. And then she found out at the end that he was there. The day Kenny died. So and I just that's don't the... know why Constantine would think that Eve would care about anything he oh, says actually, to offer actually, advice. Yes, like Villanelle might care. <laughs> yes, since he since he loves Carolyn, I'm gonna say Carolyn over okay. Villanelle and Eve. I, Carolyn is my first choice. Villanelle is my second choice, but I, I'm with you there that I think he's trying to say some shit to Carolyn. And again, if she don't choke this man out before the series is done, I don't know what we're doing, Carolyn. I don't know why Constantine still is being allowed to breathe when he was on the same roof as Kenny. Uh, he has a bandage on his hand. I'm not going to ask why. I don't care that he's getting hurt. Constantine could die for, for really all I, I care. He should have been and dead. I wanted to die at the hands of Carolyn. Right. So she uh, needs to murk him. I, I'm, I'm putting that on the table now that if, if Constantine isn't murked by Carolyn or somebody, 
I will be disappointed if Constantine's slippery ass slips away for the last time at the end of this series. Then the next scene, I'm trying to figure out what this is in Carolyn's hand. At a first, cigar. I thought it was a, yeah. I it's was about cigar. to say I very at first thought no, it was it's a, a cigar. cigar. It's that. And then um, she's a badass bitch. There's a you know burlap sack or something. She's, she's sitting on a bench somewhere, and she looks like she's about to light her cigar. And somebody throws the sack over her head. Yes. It's like, no, you're not. And they kidnap Miss Maltons. Very rude. And from there, we cut back to the unknown assassin woman, played by Vassan, who is still in some scrubs, looking sinister, like she is about to kill someone. And that someone looks like it could be a dude, so I'm not mad at it. Some dude is in the frame for a second as well. Potentially, this is the brother that they were talking about. Whatever. Y'all know I don't care about him. And y'all going to give him lines. There. I don't want him to delete, have delete, lines. Delete, delete, delete. So after we get another glimpse into the unknown assassin, we are back to Eve talking to Villanelle, potentially, hopefully, as she says the line, thank God. I say potentially, hopefully, because I paused it. I tried to look at the framing right. of the other person. The I'm camera, like, they this, know what they're yeah, doing. They have let that this person be out of focus, right. And the very next scene after that is Villanelle, more than likely. And I say that because it's a silhouetted shot in a tent. An old school fucking camping tent. And it looks like a woman. And also there's a grunt. And it's a very Villanelle type uh-huh, grunt uh-huh, and sound. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I assume it's Villanelle in a tent killing somebody. Potentially I- killing two people. I don't know how many people are in that tent. Yeah. But she's definitely axing the shit. She's on her lumberjack. Right. And honestly, Villanelle. Where's the round of applause? Because the way the bitch uses the aesthetic tools to do her murders will always please me. She's in the woods. And she's on her lumberjack shit. She's like, let me kill you with an axe. I love it. And then the next scene is like some sort of shogun or rock, paper, scissors going on. I don't understand why, but it, it's happening. And anyway, Eve wins because, you know, those those the brains. I mean, I guess I, I wasn't paying any attention to who won or why because I don't care. And after that seat, we're back to Eve sitting down next to Villanelle in what looks to be Martin's office. And Eve, thankfully, is looking way more chill than she was looking in the scenes we saw earlier at whatever that place was with the fish aquarium. And now she looks like she's more calm. She definitely has a different jacket on. It's like, okay, girl. Okay, the jaunt is different. The fashion is different. Things have happened. Things have leveled up in the interim. And she asked Villanelle, do you know that fable about the scorpion and the frog? And so she looks sincere and definitely softer. Much softer than she did the last time we saw her speaking to Villanelle. Are you familiar with the scorpion and the frog fable? Yes. I don't like it as a fable. I feel like it's one of those reinforced stereotypes about people you've never met before kind of fables. But I mean, I'm sure there's a list to be had in it where it's basically saying don't trust the scorpion as a frog, even if you hope it won't do the one thing that'll kill you both because of innate nature. Human beings aren't scorpions. I mean, they're toxic, but but they're, <laughs> not, but they're not scorpions. Some of them are, potentially. But... Put, right, put, right, potentially. Yeah, the fable originated in Rosha, the motherland of one villanelle, or Oksana, to be fair. I suppose I can see why Killing Eve has bothered to use this fable. Not just because Villanelle's from Russia, but because of the general concept of the thesis statement that says some people can't resist their urge to hurt other people, even if it is not in their best interest. That is the thesis. Hey, people hurt people, even if it hurts them too. So I get that. And it seems like it's in line with whatever the fuck's going on with Eve and Villanelle. Whatever resolution they may or may not come to is around this central idea that they're certainly exploring this 
this season, which, oh, bitches don't want to be a monster. And by bitches, I mean Villanelle. Eve is on some bullshit. She's also on some head bullshit, but seems like she never got off the bullshit, which is in line with how they ended series three, where Villanelle is doing something else. And so it's like, okay, who is the scorpion and who is the frog? And by the time we end this trailer, Villanelle's like, I don't know, I think maybe you're the scorpion and I'm the frog? which there is credence to that mm, because mm -hmm. if anyone has had a consistent type of energy this whole time, it's, it's Eve. Eve. If anyone has not wanted to deviate from the super <laughs> dangerous path, it's Eve. If there was someone who did not want to take the trip to Alaska or a steamer to Cuba, it's Eve. So that shit is valid. I guess we'll see how these parallels will continue to work out in the final season, but it's interesting that they said that. And so Villanelle, who doesn't know the fable, she's asking um, the scorpion <laughs> and the frog, uh, do they hook up? And I'm like, oh well. my god! <laughs> like, oh no. Well, no. but see, let's pause there actually, because what is the psychology of that question? Why does she say that to Eve? What is behind that? Have they hooked up already? And I, the way I keep circling back to this, like every time I circle back, I get more comfortable with it, even with my rage of it, because it could lead to juicier things if Villanelle and Eve are together right away. Like if I get what I hope is happening, if I am being effectively gaslit, like I think the BBC is doing, then potentially, plausibly, hopefully they are together by the end of episode one or by the latest, the end of episode two. So. So, Terrence, why is hooking up on the mind is really my question. Like, why jump to those conclusions? If Eve is like, have you ever heard of this fable, this story, this fucking nursery rhyme, whatever the fuck? You probably think that it has some some correlation to the two of you, because why else bring it up? And so for Villanelle to be like, they hook up, it's like, OK, girl, did, um, did y'all hook up? Like, is that what led? Like, what? how did the hookup go? What happened? Wow, is Villanelle being petty? <laughs> Actually, no. I disagree with that because Villanelle was on her knees. There is no petty mm. there. There's desperation. Well, There's vulnerability. Well. But I don't see petty. I see petty with Eve, per usual. Eve was the one like, if you really changed, knowing she got a chart in her room. And so I just, <laughs> Eve has been on her Eve Palastri shit. Villanelle has been more interesting. And we'll see how this pans out for Eve. But it doesn't feel like petty stuff. It feels like, like Villanelle is getting to something. And I just, I want to know why Eve is so pissed off. And I just need to know what happened. And After you're hoping that it's not Maria, know. right? Like, definitely Maria. not. First of all, <laughs> I don't think Maria could bother Eve any more than the gay cannibalism women. Because I don't think she's, like, she already knows what's what with Villanelle. And we've seen the progression, like we said. I don't feel anything. I feel things wrong with you. I don't like the way I feel. So that's, Eve Palastri is the only integer that has come in to cause these types of ripples and effects. And so I don't know what's going on, except I feel like the way this conversation is being had, a hookup is in the context. Either y'all talked about it or y'all did it. You did it. <laughs> you did it. What happened? What happened? What happened? Who left in the morning? Who couldn't handle it? Who couldn't handle the O? Who fucking freaked the fuck out? Who had the panic? And Villanelle, was it you? Because Eve is looking... Like, she is upset about something. Like, that bitch woke up, waited for her next O, and the bed was empty. And I just want to know what happened, Villanelle and Eve. Someone? Laura. Laura. Oh, Laura. Wow. Laura, are you being good to me? Because I was cursing your name just, just earlier today, and certainly a little bit in the last episode, but I feel like I I need to send you flowers. So I feel like that's what I should be doing. So, so, so. So, so, so what, so what, what we could be, what we could be implying is that, right. Um, there was a shooketh queer. Exactly. Somebody was shook. 
And this Shooketh Quinn needed to be on the run because they thought they were going to be consumed alive by the gay vapors. Right. I was gonna. I, I was. <laughs> I was gonna say the mo- the monster. I can't change. <laughs> right, right. Lord, Lord. Even if so, I try. Oh my God. Is this why you ran to the church? Oh my God. I just. I feel like hooking up. Like Villanelle saying that, it just it indicates to me things, especially because everything Villanelle and Eve say to each other is pointed and it is layered and it is it has multitude, a multitude of meanings. And I just I know my clown makeup is truly layers deep at this point. I can never get it all off, but I am willing to commit. I'm here. I'm in the clown car. As y'all know, the clown car has an endless amount of seats because it's magic. And so feel free to mm-hmm. pile in. Feel free. If you two are now of the thought that they hooked up already, feel free. To let me know how that makes you feel. How does it make you feel inside, y'all? How does it make you feel? Do you feel all tingly and excited, but then rage at the same time, but then also excited? Like, how are you coping with the fact that they might actually do this? That they have fucking smashed. And now we're going to deal with the aftermath of messy queers. The aftermath yeah. of what happened after the smash of one night stand. And the thing is, too, if you are just caught up with somebody, if you are feeling the person that much, I'm just going to say in the queer jaunt, one night is not enough. Oh, like oh, in the head oh. jaunt, two minutes is enough. In the queer jaunt, not even 10 hours straight of sex is enough. If you know, you know. Those of you in the know, you know. You know mm-hmm. that it's a marathon fuck session. It's the kind of sex yep. that you lose your job over. It's the kind of sex that people move actually, out over. It's actually, the kind of yes. sex where your roommates say, you're fucking obnoxious. What's wrong with you? It's the kind of sex where the cops pull you out of the car and they say, this is enough. All right, this people is a little see. loud. It's loud. This people loud can see. And, and, um, this yeah. is the kind of fucking sex that you get fired from your fucking job because you had it on the premises. This is that kind of sex. Hours long sex. Fucking passing of sunrise to sundown. Dehydration sex. Do you understand? I'm sorry. I've gotten really aggressive it's, and violent, no, it's, but it's, I just need I, to get it across. That I had Terrence, flashes we, of light. No, we can, right, I'm, moments I'm, right. of code and there were flashes of I, light. I went through like 15 years of my gay past. Right. Always seem right. 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 There were nights of endless pleasure. There was more than any Lord. Look, we usually reserve that type of reference for Mariana Lawton. Right. And what she did to Ann Lister on that rainy night where a multitude of O's were had. So much so that Ann Lister wrote them down. She was like, what was it? Nine for you, ten for me? Mm-hmm. I don't, but that's my point. And that's why it's excellent to bring it up. Because bitches in the year 1805, and that's not the exact year, but I'm just using it as a point of reference. Bitches in the year 1805 was like, 10 orgasms with my lady. So I just, you can't, you can't jump into the head jaunt. You guys can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but I'm directing traffic. You can't jump in there and jump out in five right, minutes. Because and if someone did jump in and jump out, that could help lead to the saltiness of these flesh. No, no, no. Yes. I already know what goes bump in the night. I, I can't go back <laughs> to the sunrise. Like, I can't do it. I can't pretend. I know, you can't. No, you can't. That's the thing about Lord. the queer awakening. You cannot reverse it. It is awake now. Your loins will forever know what it is. And you cannot remove it. You cannot erase that. See, and this is why Charles never got any respect because... <laughs> oh, I know. You back to Jabba Jack. I'm, I'm, I'm going to not I'm do cro- it. No, don't um, do it. And I know our crossover listeners are like, you motherfuckers, where's the episode? It's, um, mm. it's, it's in process. That's what we'll say. It is truly in process. 
we have taken a whole left turn. I don't even know how many minutes we spent talking about this, but I just, y'all, I was about to light up because I just, I'm so inspired and also upset, but also excited, but also enraged. But in that fantastic way that Killing Eve does that they now have me convinced that a hookup for sure happened. Like I have oscillated so intensely from the last snack to being desperate, to being delusional, saying I need to lie to myself to get the shit that I want to now where I'm telling myself truths that don't even make sense anymore. Candace, they smashed already? And now there's energy? And now there's saltiness? Now there's baggage? Now there's mess. Um, insert Marie Kondo gif. <laughs> I love mess, especially when it's gay. Anyway, get me under control. What's the next scene that we jump to in the trailer? The next scene, it's a kiss in a church. Oh, a Villanelle back in white, back mm -hmm. at the church with a hottie, with a body, looking like they about to break all the sacraments in front of the altar and everything. And mm -hmm. well, as persons who used to party in limelight and as a former Catholic <laughs> school student who definitely did not do strictly holy things in thine buildings, I am not upset. And I'm just trying to figure out, girl, what's the conversation? <laughs> what happened? What was the flirting? Because she, has, so she has a she has a cross on. Right. She has a cross on. And so I'm just trying to figure out what you ladies were talking about during mass. What was happening to lead to the queer jaunt literally in front of the altar. A lot of people have that on their bucket list. I'm not gonna name names. Some of y'all friends listening, you know who the fuck you are. <laughs> you know who you are and what you did. But I don't even care. It doesn't have to make sense. I don't care. I'm not surprised either to see Villanelle fucking with another girl. Oh, here's I... a question. We don't see her kiss the girl because we are forced to we sure in the are. next scene to watch Eve Palastri kiss the alpha. But do you think Villanelle sleeps with this girl, makes out with this girl, or does she turn this girl down? Three options. Sleeps with this girl, just makes out with this girl, or looks like she's into it, but actually turns this girl down. I what think is it? that she definitely revs that girl up, so it's like the kissing happens, and I think they get caught. Wait a minute. They get caught. The way you said rev up. Well, Villanelle has a way with the female anatomy. You sound where... like Carolyn. <laughs> Remember, I'm just well. Carolyn also has a way. <laughs> Remember, she was like, she get all revved up, Eve. Well, oh, right. <laughs> Are you razzing her, Eve? Right, right. No. Just, well, yes. Listen. But I think what we're looking at. What if Eve is chasing the dragon? What? What, what dragon? if Eve is chasing the dragon with his hat? What if Eve, after the smash, is trying to get Ew. anything? Okay, so the the other type of gay panic. I, that's <laughs> difficult to go back to the. 89% once you visit Only because, the 11. no, no, right. But when I look at the other kiss, like that first one was passion, sensual. That wait, second wait, wait, one. Wait, what first one? What are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about the first kiss that we were looking at with Villanelle where she's really close up with the other girl in the church where there's, there's oh, a I mean, longing. There, well. But the <laughs> I, other kiss. The misandry could just fall the fuck out with my obvious and intentional bias towards all things queer and lady related. However, I do see what you're getting at. Okay, here's what I'll say. That it seems like Villanelle is genuinely flirting because she genuinely finds a lot of women attractive because there are a lot of attractive women in the world and she's like, why should I deny myself from the sweets and goodness Fair. that reality has to offer where Eve seemed like she was forcing that kiss. And perhaps I'm projecting onto it because I need to do that, but it also felt like within her action, like she grabs his face, she forces it there's nothing romantic there there's nothing soft or sensual there it is at best meeting a need right a need to fit into something because you're undercover or a need to just 
do whatever the fuck that is, Eve, because you want to make me suffer while I'm watching the show. But yeah, there is a definitely different sentiment in the about to kiss scene of Villanelle, an unknown hottie with a body, and Eve and the alpha. And now me thinking about the unbuckling that happened earlier. Oh my I God. I know, to bring it, I know. But her face, oh that it didn't seem like she was... It seemed Excited. like she knew it was going to be over no, in two no. minutes. Right. Yes. And I'm disturbed yes. by her willingly unbuckling her pants, knowing that she was in for 30 seconds. Which is another reason why. Right. I think that she's trying to get the... Ma'am! Remember that Twitter thread I told you one time? And I was looking at the heads down bad, and there was people talking about like expectations of sex. And there were guys in there outing themselves about, well, I can't even last two minutes. One guy said he's lucky if he's good for the one minute. And Terrence, I didn't know how like how people go forward, especially when they're dealing with men that don't do foreplay. So you mean to tell me that you start engaging in the coitus in under 60 seconds, you are done. And furthermore, you need a nap. You need to sleep. <laughs> how are you sleeping off energy expelled in 30 seconds, Terrence? How does that just... require sleep? Terrence, I, I I don't I don't expect you to have the answers for these hat men. Sleep I'm just saying or that a sandwich, this is, right? That this like even buttoned her pants with all the expectation of that. Her face, everything about it, and thank God because whether it was in the script or not, Sandra Oh, I needed you not to look excited. I needed you not to look like you really wanted to hop on that knob. And still, the most aroused we've ever seen Eve with a man is still via proxy with Villanelle, and that's the dropping to her knees because Eve never gave Nico that fucking energy absent of Villanelle's influence. Wouldn't you say? Like, we never Right, she was definitely just exploring her wants and her needs. Do you want me to scare you? Or to... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> do, do both. Do both. Let's see what happens. But Nico, Nico was like, I can't. Right. He couldn't handle it. He, he could was not I, handle it. He said, Eve, I want to do missionary with a girl who likes normal things. And now you got me thinking that that was Villanelle running out of the bedroom. <laughs> no, we know who liked missionary. Did no, you no, forget that's all about true. Her? That was Gemma. You forgot about Gemma? That was Gemma. She's like, no, I no, love no. missionary, actually. No, I, I mean. I love it when it's boring and stiff. Okay. Oof, I love it when it's over quick. Lord. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, Gemma, rest in peace, girl. Oh, my goodness. Where were we in this damn trailer? The two smooches happen, and then... Oh, uh... right. It's because I wanted to go past Eve's smooch, but we covered it. Villanelle looks like she's about to kiss a hot lady in the church. Do it. Be a sinner. Hopefully, none of the clergy catch you because that would be fucked up and we see eve forcefully kiss that man so in considering villanelle and this young lady the hottie with a body at the church do you care if she hooks up with this lady do you mind it are you upset at it do you want her to be abstaining from all pleasure until she gets back with miss Pilastri in the boudoir or do you not care are you ambivalent i i think people want me to care more than I care to do. Whose people? Editors, whoever edited this this cut. Oh. <laughs> um, especially if this doesn't happen in episode one, then they definitely want me to care. Because now you've shown it to me, and you're going to have me wait after we premiere. I'm going to call episode one. Right, yeah. right. Because that's when I'm saying that we see her in the church, and we need her out of that fucking church. Right. <laughs> it needs to be <laughs> At the easy end of episode in, one. It's easy in out. It out. Thank in you very out. much. Good night, I came. Good, good night. Right, right. So... If it doesn't happen in episode one, then that means that, again, an editor, someone wants me to care more about it. Because I'm going to talk about it because it didn't happen yet. It didn't yet. happen. Mm. So that, that's where that will hinge. Not to say that I care zero. It's Villanelle and she's doing some version of searching for a reason, allegedly, because 
until I see it. A reason for the season or a reason for the O? Because I'm like, has she ever needed a reason? <laughs> no, or no, just no. a whim. Right, for it. Oh, no. well, a breeze. A blow, she, right, a blow right. wind. She, she is a person who is functioning that understands the need for pleasures. She went and stole a suitcase to give to a fake Palastri tour lady so that she Ooh. can dress badly and, and, and get coitus. <laughs> Um, Lord. So, and Terrence, that was episode three. That was episode okay. three. That villain that was like, I'm going to call you Eve. Okay, keep these on. The clothes are too nice. Time mm. for role play. So, <laughs> uh, unless this is what? Are we introducing Villanelle back to what we already know that she knows how to do? No. Are we trying to, are we going to say that in those months or after those months or after whatever happened, the fallout? Is this Villanelle what? What are we doing? And it's, so it's He's like. He's doing air quotes. Air quotes because she's not one that really needs to get. Unless you're trying to say that she needs the confidence. Like, what are you trying to do to Villanelle? Like, that, I guess I care more about that versus Villanelle with any hottie with a body. That's not Eve Palastri. So it's like, uh, let me know what, what is this, what are you doing story wise with Villanelle that, that she needs to, I don't know, exude this version of vulnerability? I mean, I guess we don't even know if she's being vulnerable no. with this girl. Well, well, right. We just know that she's being sapphic and that's to be expected of Villanelle. So I'm not, there might be some people out there who feel away. Because we want Eve and Villanelle to be together for the hookup. It's like, clearly, they are apart. And if Eve is hopping on fucking stank-ass knobs, then Villanelle can hop into whatever whap she pleases. That is true. That's that's what's happening. I don't make the rules. They're just here. But also, in general, I'm like, this is who Villanelle is. And so I would actually be disappointed if Villanelle doesn't flirt with a single lady this series because she barely got her flirt on a series three. She was too busy Thank being you. sad and depressed to flirt with pretty ladies. And that's always a letdown where Villanelle's concerned, so I'm not bothered by it at all. I'm just trying to figure out why. Like, what were y'all talking about? Was there a lesson being given, the sermon about Mary Magdalene? Like, what kind of conversation was had? What kind of flirtations at the youth group meeting? Like, what <laughs> happened? Because, I mean, it's valid. You have your gosheries and things from people from the church. And I told you that story. What was that, like three or four years ago? That somebody I knew who was a pastor's child basically was like, Candace, I owe my queer jaunt to you and my current polyamorous relationship. And I was like, ma'am, I... Oh, this is oh. a wedding, man. This is a wedding. <laughs> no, but <laughs> wow, this is a well. wedding. I just, I'm just saying that queerness is everywhere, including in the church, whichever church, Catholic church, Christian church, the <laughs> mosque. It's everywhere the you look. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere you it's look. It's everywhere. If you look for it's it, everywhere. it will be there. But it actually was flattering to me because it said to me that I was spreading my propaganda of the vapors of Lilith and Sappho. From early, a young age. On. From a young, jaunty age where I didn't even know that this is what I was doing. Were you submitting notes to all of your friends in class with the parchment, with the oh, uh, my God. <laughs> with the wax Listen, if you, give a, if you would have given a bit <laughs> some wax, surely I would have created a seal. Are you kidding me? I know you're referencing that tweet that I retweeted where I was like, look at this baby queer. Because who else is writing notes with wax seals? Right. But the brilliance, the melodrama. I love it. And I wish I could go back in time to wax seal my fucking letters that I was sending in fucking fourth grade. <laughs> I'm not going to flash back to summer camp. I'm just going to tell you, it was a it was a time. Of baby oh, gay romance. Oh, it was, you know, camp, fifth grade. Should be happening. <laughs> and then after that... It's an overhead shot. I want to say this shot could tie into the beginning because it's Villanelle 
She's oh, she's in, she's in the blue yeah, jean outfit. She's in the blue jean outfit. and she's spinning, spinning in the forest with right. some unknown woman. I think a future victim. Possibly, yes. I think potentially, and I don't know if these two people are together, but I think potentially the, the dude in the tent, she's getting with the axe, and this woman are maybe two people she kills that she references to Martin. Okay. Because it seems like she meets these people and for whatever reason decides she needs to kill them or she's taking stuff from them and she kills them. Maybe it's a job. I refuse to say it's a job until I know that this bitch has gainful employment again with a 12 or somebody else. That's but fair. for whatever... Whatever impetus is potentially happening, maybe it's people from the church. Maybe she's on some fucking, like I said, youth retreat earlier. And she just decides, you know what? Fuck y'all. I don't. <laughs> because she's filling out or they say something rude to trigger a bitch. I don't know. But she's definitely spinning with someone. And this is the outfit that we've seen in a multitude of scenes, which yes. does give credence to the idea that the majority of the scenes in this trailer, as we theorized, would be from episodes one, two, three at tops. With a few spossed splices and flashes of something in a, in a later episode. So after they hook up, which was Bill Nell's response to mm-hmm. hearing about the scorpion and the frog. Indeed. The retort is they both die. <laughs> and it's said with kind of a sardonic affect. <laughs> like, like I feel like Eve was kind of saying, duh. <laughs> they both die. She's like, bitch, I'm talking about us. I'm talking about where we headed. <laughs> We're headed to the death zone. And it's not just from O's, my dear. It's from all the people we've pissed off. And mm. me personally, my list has doubled. While you were away at the church, I, I created more enemies for us both. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that's that's. It that's just seems beautiful. like something Eve no. would do. Yes. That's something Eve would do. Yes. Mm. What's mm. yours is mine. It was mine <laughs> is yours. <laughs> Oh, by the way, these are a list of countries that we can no longer visit. Right, right, right. Just add these to that list. I'm sorry that Alaska is now off the list. Alaska's off the list, my dear. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, so after we hear they both die, we get the beach shot, and we get this beautiful convertible. Uh, it's vintage. It's, it's cute. It's got to be one of Carolyn's. It's got to be. I feel like she has a plethora of vehicles You think it's Carolyn's, and then Villanelle steals it? It does look like... She does a lot of stealing, so that's entirely plausible. Also, Villanelle has a thing for convertibles. Think about it. Think about Actually, that yes. episode in Series 1. Series 1, In the yes. blue dress and the cut-off shorts. Yes. Convertible. Yes. And that scene they cut out. Also. And motorcycles too. But the yes. The end of no. series two, Constantine is like convertible. Right. <laughs> right? Like yes. he knows what a bitch likes. Yes. And so if this is Carolyn's convertible, she definitely stole it. Okay. She's like, it's well, mine. Yep. I'm saying it for now. I mean, until we have confirmation, I'm saying mm. Villanelle stole that car. Which is a beautiful car. Reminds me of one of my first cars when I was younger. That I was fixing up with my stepdad, and it was an Alfa Romeo from the 60s. But similar styling. A type of car that, realistically, if it breaks down, you should be able to handle that shit yourself. It's not like nice. a you know, BMW or other stuff where there's computers. and You got to get a chip. Yeah, like okay. my, my little brother's got this Mercedes he got for himself, which is doing too much. But for him to do the diagnostics, it, there's like a, an electronic device you that you need to do the diagnostics. Right, to be like, okay, tell me what's going on. With an old car like that, like a lot of Volvos, you pop up the hood, you have a certain amount of information and you are fixing that and back on the road yourself which is why i like vintage cars i like mm. things that you can figure out on your own and then we get another angle of the car already stopped with now popping open the hood the hood we don't see who's in there but right. i feel like it's Carolyn. i feel like because, it's of, the, too. because right. of the leaked photos on set right. we saw right. the leaked photos right and right. they're at the beach right the car is there yeah carolyn's on the ground yeah so it's got to be her right unless there's a second so person she, in there. she definitely stole carolyn is what happened and then it cuts to a, another forest scene but this time it's it's eve, eve getting chased by unknown assassin and i personally think it was the other woman the woman whose last name is for the actress marie sophie for i'm pretty sure that was her name she was the third 
in that list of people Deadline announced was being cast. And she's the only new person that we have not seen. Right. So let's say that Unknown Assassin is chasing Eve. And there is a big old machete. The body type looks different from from Villanelle. I do not believe Villanelle would be chasing Eve with a machete. Right. So I feel like this is potentially definitely the new girl. But is this someone that the lady in red has sent? And then this dye job is not, it's not thorough enough. For well, that's why I said be? to you, it doesn't look enough like Jodie's right. dye job. Right. It doesn't look bright enough or just like consistently blonde enough right. to be Jodie's Villanelle. And so that's interesting. But also, why is this person coming after Eve with a machete? Do we believe that she's working for the 12? To me, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with this bitch works for the 12. Eve by herself or Eve with Villanelle has leveled up. They're getting under <laughs> people's skin. They're in people's business. And for some reason, the lady in red sends another loser hmm. to get Eve and who is chasing her with a machete, which is like, girl, you should have went, shoot Eve from a distance. Because right. if you get close up, she's going to choke you out. She's going to crush your chest. She's going to do something else. I feel like the, whatever way this scene ends, if Villanelle isn't somehow involved to be like, oh, get off my bay before I kill you, or she actually does kill this woman, that Eve levels, levels up, up again. Yes. yes, she defends herself and gets a W. She gets the win. She gets the murder. Look at Helene. She's like, hmm, let's take these pieces off the board. And then she thinks of oh, this low-level assassin should be more than enough for the likes but of... But that's why the lady then, in red, yeah, she not, she got to... She right. got to fix that. She got to fix that. Like, Eve is not here for the play-play, so... She's here This is not real, the Eve. Real. This is not Eve from Series 1. Right, right. This is not that same Eve. Oh, and actually, while that chase is happening, the voiceover is still Eve continuing with the allegory that oh, she's right. telling to Villanelle. And after we hear previously they both die... Eve continues, because the scorpion can't change its nature. Now, there's a number of things to take from that. It feels like Eve is settling in to something. And I just feel like she's kind of saying to Villanelle, can we just be bad and gay together? Like, we can't change our natures. Like, it sounds like Villanelle is projecting, like, I feel like you the scorpion here. Like, you are the one. You are the one that wants to do all the murder and the killing. And I am the one that is confused and lost in the sauce and just, I want to have all the sex by the beach. You! You're like, oh, the 12. Oh, what does it all mean? Oh, it can't be for nothing. And I'm like, but what about these O's, ma'am? Right? I'm, I'm here for the important things. That's what I'm here for. I'm here if for it's... what matters, Eve Palastri. You're here for other reasons. Oh, wait. There's a scene spliced in here. I don't know if this is like... Oh, the popo, right? Yes. The do- I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. It could be from any episode. It means Actually. something, but it means nothing to us in the trailer outside right. of, okay, there's a cop pulling a gun on somebody somewhere. And then we're back to Villanelle. It's a new blue outfit. And I was kind of looking at it, and I'm like, is this a morgue? Because whatever she's wearing, it looks... I don't know. Like, um, it's something protective. Right. Like Like, no germs or no. Right. Right. So I'm like, this looks like a space that is confined. It needs to be clean. It's medical. Perhaps something's happening in there. I don't know. Lots of tiles, which were also blue. Right. I just wanted to point out blue once again is in a scene. There's just been a lot of blue happening. Then another scene is spliced where it looks like maybe dinner's happening, I guess, with some het who seems not happy. Okay. It's, it's that same. You know what? I'm not going to fault you for this because who wants to remember that the alpha is in this show? But I'm pretty sure it's the alpha. It's Faux Jafari. You're right. It's Faux Jafari. And he's slamming down his fork or something. That's some awful, maybe it's some awful head propaganda happening. I am begging 
that it's not Eve Pilastri because it looks like it's a dinner. And there's a later scene in the trailer that makes me think it's Carolyn because it looks like it could be the same place and maybe Eve is there too. But it looks like he's having dinner with someone. I would prefer for it not to be Eve Pilastri because I, I just don't want to deal with it. And why are you slamming things right. in Eve's presence? But the scene that we'll get to later with Carolyn laughing hysterically, it's also in a restaurant and it's the opposite shot. So it could be that Carolyn is meeting with Fojafari because she's like, listen, I know you want that bullshit. Or who knows? Who right. knows? I, I don't but know Carolyn why always has have you here, but with everyone um, else, but your services are no longer required, and he's mad because he has no more sex with you, and maybe that's why he's slamming fork. I don't know. Oh my god, this is bull crap. You don't know, mention sex with Eve. I just, oh yeah, oh, let yeah. me go back oh. to where I was before with the heart cut out in a dress, and then oh, another heart cut takes place, and we get a laughing shot of Constantine. Oh, it's, it's the Constantine laugh. That ridiculous laugh he does that we do love that's basically the opposite of what Santa Claus does. Because every time Constantine laughs like that, you know that he's full of shit. Right. Like, right. whatever he's doing, he's completely and entirely full of shit. So, okay, Constantine, back to your little jolly-ass fucking laugh of chaos. And, and then, then we get a shot. Uh, it's a hard cut of Eve. I want to say she's... I don't know if that's the Eve is in a car. She's, she's in a car. car. She's she is car. banging on the window to get the attention of someone, something... She sees something. Something that she Are sees. Are inanimate objects moving? Is Wally out there? Like she <laughs> what if, like it's someone. It's it's yeah, she's right. be like it's someone. Wally right. Android number three. Pay attention. No, it's probably somebody. Carolyn, Villanelle. Like, don't die, right? Or whatever it is. It's like it's something important. And she's over here just like it's tapping on the thing. Or right. maybe it's the unknown assassin. And she's like, hey girl. <laughs> don't kill him yet. I want to play too. But yeah, it could literally be anything. And then it splices with Villanelle in the beach outfit, which means she's looking like she's about to strike. It looks like she's about to give someone a permanent TBI with a hammer of some kind. Like she has she has wielded a heavy thing and she looks like she's slamming it down with authority, which is why I'm like this scene, whenever it's happening, I feel like there's a change happening in Villanelle because her countenance, her demeanor in this scene that we can see as limited as it is, it's absolutely different from the scenes we have with her and Eve. The previous scenes that we have with her in a church, like I said, her clothes are the most put together. There are no wrinkles. Her hair is brushed, and she's on her Villanelle shit. Whoever right, right. she's about to hit with that hammer, she looks like she's not confused. It looks like she wants to do it, and she's not having any issues following through. And so I hope that this is at a point in the show where she's getting more adjusted or readjusted to herself and back to normal or a stasis, back to a, a stasis of feeling okay. I don't know. But I just wanted to note that she feels like a different version of herself than in some of the other scenes where she just looks lost. No, right. As Jody is playing it. And then from there... It hard cuts to... It looks like some sort of dock repair, unsure, but there's a body of water. And it looks like someone just dumped the body over. Who is this someone? I don't know. You pointed out the pale You said skin. it was Eve, so I'm going to throw you out there in the ocean. Why you, you gonna, said it was why, Eve. Why are you going to? I had to. Because you, I had to show you, like, of course this is an Eve. But the Patreon, the, the Patreon people could have laughed at you that. You could see Sandra O. Scott. But the no, you Patreon can't. The bitch folks, has too much hair. The Patreon folks could have laughed at that in private. <laughs> it's all I'm saying. It's if y'all want to see Eve. my gaucheries, <laughs> y'all can sign up for the Patreon and y'all can listen and hear the whole clip in its entirety. What's <laughs> it? It's true. You'll hear me dragging Terrace being like, that is not Sandra O's head of hair. Excuse me. But I I did. I did break it down. And so we don't know who it is. I'm going to say unknown assassin number seven. Sure. Yeah. Because sure. who knows? But I thought it potentially looked like the lady in red getting tossed into the water because it looked like it could be near her color of hair. 
Auburn-y situation. It's very fast and it's like, there's hardly anything to tell, but I just went off the potential hair color to be like, who do we know was in the show? Whose hair is closest to this? And all I came up with was the lady in red being tossed in the water. No idea who the bitch was on the thing, but that's why all I think right. it's a disgruntled assassin. Someone who's like, bitch, we are dying left and right. Wait. You said you were going to keep us safe. So you said that- You're not keeping us safe. Helene got murked. It got <laughs> tossed in the water. I think Helene got dimed out by her own by her Ooh. own ladies, by her mm. own bays, her own mm. bays in training. Mm -mm. They said, you are not protecting us. And we looking over here at what Eden Villanelle doing, and it seems like we should be over there with those hosts. So we're tossing you in the river. <laughs> mm -mm. Or maybe Eve gets to one of these women. I don't, I don't know. But I definitely don't think we've seen that woman before because I just can't place who that is.